Are you ready to learn what red flags keep an eye out for when looking for love? Then we got you covered. I'm Brianna. And I'm Alex. And this is the podcast where we unpack reality TV and call out the bullshit. So that you show up confidently while dating and in relationships. Welcome to Dish to the Script. Oh my goodness, what a day you I and know. I are having. Yeah, Ooh. we are having. I just caught my mic. <laughs> Testing. Yeah, but you know what? Too. We got the we got the audio through the mic though. That's what you yeah, heard. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's yeah. today's been slowly moving in time. Time has yeah, been an illusion yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, yes. Things have happened. You're taking care of yourself and all of the, all of the ailments are trying to distract you. I came home from a weekend trip and my AC was off. You know what the worst part about this was? Tell me how so, humid it is over there. God. Well, yes. And in, in addition Were to the that, walls sticky? I, girl, <laughs> they weren't just sticky. They were stinky. I oh. forgot to like remove my trash. I usually like always take my trash out before I leave for a yeah. weekend. <laughs> I came back, you know, it's one thing. I, and I said to my dad, I was like, oh shit, I forgot to take out the trash before I left. And he was like, it's fine. It's just going to be stinky. Neither of us anticipated that it wasn't going to have air conditioner for that just air conditioning for how long. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It smelled like an absolute dumpster in here. Did you have and a science I- project growing in there? May may as well have been. It definitely smelled different than it did when I left, and and I'm like evolved. I don't even have <laughs> I don't even have time for this. I have to learn how to be HVAC certified in an, in a, in an hour. I know. I got, You're like I'm we not... got a twenty three nineteen. Any of the Disney nerds will get that. It's an inside joke. <laughs> yeah, where's that from? I'm, Monsters I'm, I Inc. Wish I was... Oh, okay, Monsters that's right. Inc. Oh, girl, I'm so bad at these things. I'm so bad. It's okay. It's okay. You're not bad at all. Listen, I may not be educated at Disney, but I am educated in how an air conditioning unit works now. Yeah. And like all the other pop culture things. Yeah, I have a lot of like random pop culture stuff stored. I have stuff about celebrities that I don't want stored. And you have stuff about... Disney facts Disney. that you, yeah. you do want stored. I do. That's so. about, yeah, that's like my only, <laughs> whatever we're like talking about hypothetical trivia teams, I'm like, um, I'll be on the team that does Disney trivia because that's the only thing I think mm. I, that or ballet, it's going to be one yeah. or the other. And I highly doubt there's any bars doing ballet trivia, you know? I wish that they would. So. We'd crush. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Oh. This is boring. Let's talk about something more fun. <laughs> um, we've gotten so many followers on Instagram over the last like two weeks. That's amazing. I, Hi followers. Hi friends. Do you, do you see the, do you get Instagram notifications for our DTS Instagram? I get all, con- I don't, honestly, I don't, you don't know what's what you don't know. what's. I what. just okay. like, we have had such a steady increase of followers and viewage Yay! Um, friends, on our Instagram, come absolutely, absolutely. Take that, mom. Did I tell you that my mom roasted me? 
<laughs> no, about our show. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Lynn, I'm coming for you. <laughs> she, I, like, one, of, one of her cousins made a comment on Facebook on my birthday, like saying how she, oh, she enjoyed how I share my, my, my love light and my friendship on the podcast. It was really sweet. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't know that she listened. And my mom was like, yeah, that's good. That's one of your 60 followers. <laughs> I was like, damn. Also like catch up mom. We're in the, we're in the hundreds. Okay. Yeah. 200. Okay. Exactly. Back up. Yeah, we have, Back up. <laughs> we have 457 followers today. That's exciting. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. It's, listen, you guys, they're small numbers, but it's cute. It's Bro, super cute. Quality over quantity. That's right. 100. <laughs> Seriously. Always. Yeah. Quality over yeah. quantity. You matter here. Yeah. And so And so do you, Brie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just so want you, you to know. Yeah. Oh. I love how I love you how your mom's here. picking. I love how your mom's picking on you. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought it was like hysterical. One of her 60 followers. Yeah, she was like, Yeah, one of the sixty. Now we just have to figure out who the other sixty are. I was like, damn. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I love I love a little I love a good like little burn. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take yourself too seriously ever. Yeah. I'm yeah, that it's for me, I need context. And if it was that and just that, I'd be okay. But if it's like a roast, like let me go at you for ten minutes, I might cry a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll and you know what? And that's totally fair. I feel for my mom, she tends to be kind of the the the, the one that gets to be the butt of the joke a lot of the time. Mm. It's something that I've been more cognizant since I moved here and like spend more time with family in general, where I'm like Oh, that feels like too quick of a reflex for me. And she doesn't really deserve that. She's a human being. She has feelings and she's like a pretty good mom, like totally doesn't deserve it. So that when I heard that and I got that back from her, I was like, yeah, you know what? You, you did dig, that. mom. Go, go you yeah. mom. Yeah, it, you dig. Yes. I wanted it for her. I was like, I should be the butt of the joke sometimes. Get it. <laughs> I can handle Lynn. it. Now I'm like, <laughs> I take back my threat from before. No, 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 no. That was funny. That was funny. Keep it in. You got to keep oh it in. Oh my God. Okay. Honestly, dude, she's it. not listening. She goes, she goes, you're Ursa, not one not? of our 60 like... followers. <laughs> what? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm I know. Offended. She was like, I don't think that she meant it to sound like kind of patronizing. <laughs> she was like, oh, you're still doing that little thing. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> yo, <laughs> we literally work so hard. <laughs> I think that shit's so funny, though. Like, I think it's so funny. Oh, my God. I just want to <laughs> have a moment for, like, all the people who work really hard and don't feel seen. I feel like yeah. earlier today when I had to run to the pharmacy to get um, – guys, I woke up with a migraine. So that's part of why today has been rough for me on my a end. Struggle. Brie has a whole yeah. other story. But I'm, like, standing in line, like, migraine aura coming on. And, like, I'm in Walmart and it's bright and, like – the woman in front of oh. me is livid about her them not having her script ready. She's like, this is ridiculous. What's the problem? And she's just like 
going at this pharmacy technician who is like the only one back there. Her name is also Elsa, which I just think oh, is like she powerful now. Singing, yeah, yeah. Let it she go. practically she did. Should... She handled it so well. <laughs> she was like, "I understand your frustration, validating feelings, right?" Love and it. then she's like, Good "It's going to be ready by tomorrow. We just your insurance only covers the specific one, and we had to order it." And she was like, "Okay, it'll be ready by tomorrow. Great. See you then." And she, I like total one eighty out of this chick. I just love people watching sometimes, dude. It's so fascinating. Mm, I'm with you. But I felt so bad for her because they were freaking slammed this morning, and she and the pharmacist were the only ones there, and they were like dishing out scripts like pop 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 as fast as they could <laughs> and um i really felt like she wasn't appreciated enough mm. and so i actually struck up a random conversation with one of the guys standing next to me about her being like every time i'm here she's here kicking ass and i'm low-key now i'm like why didn't i tell that to her face because i didn't i talked uh, nicely behind her back but not to her face that's kind of mean listen no, it's not. No, it's not. Not intentional. All, you're, still, you're still putting. You're still putting forth that like positive energy. That like good juju. Like I appreciate. Yeah, it's good juju. And it sounds like if she's a hustler, as you say that she is, you'll probably see her again. You can let her every know. time. Like, yeah, listen. She's the one I consistency you. at that pharmacy. Well, I I think that it feels really good, especially someone that you may see working at the same place frequently that you frequent often as a patron. To be like, hey, I see you working really hard here. Like, do you? Gold like, star. That's it. You don't, you don't got to blow smoke up their ass. Yeah. And be like, you are an angel holding our society together. Like, no, yeah. you are, you're doing your job. I see you working your ass off. Kudos. Thank you for Thank being you. here. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Elsa, <laughs> your MVP. Elsa. Your MVP of that yeah, Walmart pharmacy. Truly. That's definitely yeah. true. Thank also, you for giving me that people, my migraine pills. <laughs> yeah, we needed those. It's really interesting when people take out their feelings and their frustrations on what is quite literally sometimes the only person that can help them. Right. Like, yes, all the that time. That pharmacist, yeah, that pharmacist back there was the only person that could have helped her. And she just was like taking out all of her frustrations because she didn't know who else to like turn to, to like bring it yeah. to. She wasn't going to do it to you. You're uh, trying to find, you're dealing with a migraine. You're like in pain, can't, don't even want to be there. Um, but it's like, why are you going to be so nasty to the per literally the only person that has like the access to assistance yeah. for your identified problem? Doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah, we do that to the people whose help we need and also to those closest to us usually too. It's really like a fascinating thing. For instance, I just like called my mom two hours ago when I was like dealing with this issue and I was scared. Like I came home, the AC wasn't working. First time homeowner, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I like get on the phone and I'm like, hey, this is what's going on. I had already taken some steps and access some help. And I was like, do you have this? You have a like a a wet vac and she was like what what are you doing and i was like don't worry about it <laughs> just do you have what i need and i like i really like laid into her and she didn't deserve it because i was also asking for her help and i was asking for her for support and she was like uh, how can i help you if i don't 
if you're asking me in the middle of a problem, like, I don't even know what you're doing. I don't know if I'm, I don't, if, I don't know if I'm okay to say yes. Like, are you going to hurt yourself? Like she was worried about me Aww. and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you know, like I was being an asshole because I was, like, I was being reactive and I would have never gotten on the phone with you and talked to you that way. No. Never. No. Like, yeah. Poor lady. Well, I, I mean, you just heard it. <laughs> I did. I heard her apologize to her mom. I did not ask. I was just like, all right. Yeah. She took ownership right there. I was just like, all right, girl. I said, I'm sorry for all of the things that I said while I was upset and flustered. <laughs> I could have been a little bit more specific. That's a good note for the future. Like, be more specific in your apologies. Yeah. I also want to like give you grace because I was looking at you. I'm like, hello, front row seat right here. That's uh, okay. Yeah. But you're family though. So like, that's cool. probably uncomfortable for you. But God, I remember right. watching, I remember you and your mom getting at it, like getting at it when we were like preteens and me just being in awe. I was like, she's just so confident to speak up for herself that way. <laughs> like I just remember being like, oh my God, that's amazing. No, no. You know, what's crazy is that was like, not that specific fight. I couldn't even tell you what that fight would have been about. Like it, it doesn't have a place in my memory. That was the worst time of me and my mom's relationship. I was such an ungrateful little prick, truly. And you really saw that sometimes like me, like, like our dynamic getting the best of me and me not knowing how to like deal with stress and however I felt that she was like wronging me like oh my god yeah. how dare I yeah. my my little 12 year old 13 year old lens looked at it because I feared my mother right so I was yeah. like Wah! um so yeah. for you to feel close enough to even speak like that's why I was like damn mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it came from that place like mm. for me, like it, your, your throat chakra was not blocked girl. <laughs> Mine was fucking stapled shut. Oh, that's how I felt. Like, that's just like, you know, when I, when yeah. I like, looked at the, and I, of course, as a child, like seeing your relationship with your mom, I definitely mm. compared to my relationship with my mom and it was mm -hmm. just like so different in, so and different. I loved it. Yeah. Mm. But I hear you when you're like, that was also one of the hardest really like the hardest time in my relationship with my mom, because you're a preteen teenager going through all that, which is like very normal and developmental, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So she had, she had created a safe enough space for me to be able to say what I wanted to her. Express but yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, like she got the shit end of that stick. Because she needed tighter boundaries. Me, yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, or like I needed to have some fucking perspective because I think sometimes when parents are good parents and they do the best that they can and they let them kill kid, let their kids express themselves and say how they feel um, that, you know, unfortunately we can say really unkind things and things that could totally that probably really i'm sure that i have hurt my mom's feelings many times oh, because yeah. i felt so confident in saying what i want not and, and feeling like it wasn't actually going to disrupt our relationship 
And I just, I feel for her and what that must have been like for her, you know? Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Too much. I get that. I totally so get that. And I think that repair work. Yeah. And I think every, like, same for me, like, you know, I'm, I was mm. not a perfect child in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, it's just interesting how yeah, it's interesting. come to be. That's right, girl. Um, okay. Well, that was a deeper and more interesting chat than I expected that we were going to get into him, but I'm glad that we got there. I know it was like a roundabout way from feeling weird, long days to pharmacies to here. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I just to like have a check-in moment, like I feel grateful to have had that sort of full circuit full. Well, words are definitely hard for me this That's afternoon, okay. this evening. It's been a day. Yeah. It's been a fucking day. This full circle chat, because I feel like you and I have both just been through a lot today and like to get to this place where we are sort of like theoretically at the end of our days and my real end of the day. And I I feel more relaxed than I did many hours ago. So thank you for allowing me to fully process so that I could be even more present for the exciting stuff, what we're about to do, which is cover BIP. Yay. I just added some light to my face. Yeah, let's go. What happened in the light in the room? Um, it was daytime the, a minute ago. The sun went behind the mountain, I guess. What? So the sunlight Girl, is less. That was what? insane. That happened right? really so fast. fast. Oh my god! Like, it's really cool to watch outside. I bet. Oh, I want to see that ASAP. Well, whenever I know, you I gotta visit. get there. I but I also am gonna come visit you, so we're Gucci. we're gonna make it happen. But oh, that was 100. so crazy because when we started this, like it was daylight 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 yeah and then now it looks like you're the same time zone as me and i'm not Da-da-da. that's bizarre <laughs> twilight that zone so cute. okay let's go to the twilight zone oh wait of bachelor do you have any that's what i was gonna say but do you have anything else you want to say about your weekend of funsies oh god no no i was in boston it was really lovely um the end damn the end the the oh you know what i will say related to what we're we're about to cover so let's go i was visiting i was visiting becca joe and becca joe and i got to watch bachelor in paradise together stop yeah, that was really fun. So a precursor, so fun. a lot of the reflections that I have are informed by some of the back and forth conversations that she and I were having. Um, that, so it was really cool to get another perspective of someone who is watching the show with us, but also mm-hmm. is uh, closely listens to the podcast and the conversations that we carry on over here. So nice. they all felt like little extensions of things. Like I felt like you were in the room. Uh, yes, I so, love it. So there's the, and and also she listens to a lot of like um, bachelor related podcasts. So she had a lot of information about like other stuff and uh, character related that I knew nothing about. Cool. I don't know cool, how related cool. that's going to be to the chats today, but we're about to fucking find out. We never know what we're going to get into until it's happening. That's right. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, all right. So the Twilight Zone of Bachelor in Paradise 
we're now what on day freaking two when we start this week oh my oh gosh. my god it's literally like day two and three uh that this week covers and it feels I like it's believe. an eternity i agree and they're treating it like it's been an eternity some of them are yeah it's interesting um where you, so where, where should we begin yeah it's like where do you want to go i think i think well what well, well, we start with is like Victoria enters. Um, Great. She's hot. What you guys say? She's it. hot. She, so I saw her on Chris soul. No Peter's season. And then there was some rumor about her and Chris souls hooking up post Peter's season or something. And I did not like her on Peter's season. She was like low key quote unquote villain type cast mm. to me. Mm. Um, so I was interested to see her walk down the stairs and so far I'm actually, cause I'm trying to keep an open mind about her as a person. She seems <laughs> way less. I know what she did with, well, and we'll get there, but she seems way less conniving and manipulative this go around. Yeah. I was going to say something similar. Like she, she is giving maturity. She's giving healthy communication. She's giving a little appropriate vulnerability. Like of what I'm seeing so far as a person who did not know her from other seasons. Yeah. Her behavior seems not only appropriate for her experience so far, appropriate for the setting. Yeah. You gotta date a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like she's very, like, she's doing, you know how you and I get on here and we talk about Love Island and we talk about, like, you know, normal world if you're dating multiple people versus being in this container and dating multiple people and how we, quote unquote, would recommend you handling that. Like, I feel she's listened and she's implemented. <laughs> yeah. Victoria, if you listen, could you, like, give us a shout out for our insight yeah. that we shared with you? So we can have more than 400 followers. <laughs> and so I can fucking school my mom and let yeah. her know. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my IG story this week. I'm going to be like, everyone go follow Ditch the Script so we can tell Lynn Dodgson to yeah. suck it. <laughs> yeah, we have, a, we have a long game uh, duel going on yeah. here. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that help. Also, like, like <laughs> a couple of reels, share them a little. Like, go yeah. interact. Yeah, Tell us what you Victoria. Think. You know, <laughs> um, what's oh my gosh, Matt James's girlfriend Rachel. She wrote us back Rachel. on the gram. She did. She did. Remember when, when we posted oh. Jamie's thing? Oh yeah. She doesn't. Brie doesn't even remember. <laughs> Rachel, my Matt brain. James. Listen, we love listen, you. <laughs> listen, Alex, my brain is it's... only filled with HVAC information. Okay, right now. <laughs> guys. I have only just returned from the attic. <laughs> yeah, she fixed her whole air conditioning system. That's... Whole... We talked about my migraine, but we didn't talk about I don't I think, think you I did. Said it. Oh, yeah. God, oh, then I... my brain. I'm having amnesia then. <laughs> oh, I said my air conditioning. I said my. I said my air conditioner broke, but I didn't say how it got resolved. I fixed it. Well, I got some support. I called some people, but I fixed it. Who are you going to call? David Gosh, Burkhart. <laughs> That's who I'm going to call. <laughs> Perfect. Put them on speed dial. Holler. Might as well be. Yeah. Okay. So Victoria enters. She takes. Okay. Here's, here's what I thought yes. about these next couple scenes. 
she comes in. She immediately gets a date card. She takes Justin on a date where we leave yeah. Justin. And Genevieve is that. Genevieve is uh, really into him. Yeah. She's yeah. spiraling. She is nervous about uh, Victoria being there. And she is sort of like, she's a self-fulfilling prophecy in these moments where she's like, Justin's going to get picked. Justin's going to get picked. Justin's going to get picked. And then he does. And then she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. He, oh my God. He's not going <laughs> to come back liking me. And then like, it, you know, it all happens. So what was interesting is she, uh, so Justin gets picked for a day card. Um, Justin and Victoria are moving towards leaving the, they're like part of the island to go on this date and they pass Genevieve and, and there's this classic tensioned passing. And what I love that I saw. Okay. Was that Justin was like, skirt, gotta go follow Genevieve and go. Cause he could immediately tell that she was upset. So he was like, gotta go deal with this ASAP. Yes. Like, yes, my, my attention needs to be focused on this person I've been spending time with for the last 24 hours. Let's go see what was going to... on. Yeah. Yeah. What happened next was like, Justin's like, Hey, like, I know that this is awkward. I know that this, this sucks. I'm paraphrasing, but, um, I, I, this is the point of what we're doing here. I got picked to go on this day. I want to be open-minded. How yep. are you feeling? And she was not interested in dropping her guard to be like, Hey, like this actually really sucks for me instead. Do you remember what she said? Yeah. I kind of wrote it down. Love it. I wrote it down. She says, uh, she says to his face, it's fine. But then in her confessional, she says, if I were to admit that I was bummed and disappointed, what would that get me? Mm. And I screamed at the TV. I was like, emotional intimacy, true connection. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's literally it. And we've talked about this before, especially on Love Island and it's coming up again. People are so damn scared to be vulnerable and honest that they miss out on true connection and true healthy relationship foundations because they're trying to be the cool girl. No, not the vibe, not the vibe. Uh, It's never the vibe. It's never going to be the vibe. Yeah. She, and she also is like the, the furthest from cool in these moments. You know, like I understand the, the impulse to sort of lock up and be like, it's fine. But we've talked about that here. Like you tell your partner or a person that you're seeing, Mm -hmm. they're not dating yet, um, that it's fine when you're clearly not fine. It's, it creates this level of, um, distrust that what you say, you don't mean everything that you say. And then your partner has to sort of become sort of like a spy a detective if you will and they're like okay doing mental calculation she says she's fine i know that she's not fine what is it that she needs what do i need to do to rectify the situation it's just like the other person shouldn't have to be working that hard especially a person that didn't do anything wrong for real yeah yeah doesn't really have anything to apologize for no. So if, and like, I want to lend a tool here. Cause I think, um, sometimes what can be very helpful is using parts language here. Like a part of me feels it's fine because of the context of us being on the beach. And like, that's the point of the show. And a part of me is really excited about my connection with you. And so I am bummed and disappointed that you're going, but you know, so that's kind of where I'm at. Like, even that is a step in vulnerability while honoring both sides of what she's feeling. You know, because I'm sure mm-hmm. there is a logical part of her that's like, technically, he's not doing anything wrong, you know, 
but it's like, yeah, I mean, we it's haven't come seen play, it though. or hear it. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's like a tool. If any of, if anyone listening ever finds themselves in like a conundrum and I use that all the time, a part of me, this, and a part of me that it's yeah. super helpful. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think until you try it, what you don't realize is the reason why it's helpful is that it allows you to honor those, um, those feelings without feeling like they have to take over your whole experience and how it's making you feel. Like if I were to get on here and you were to ask me like, Hey, how are you doing? And if I was just like, I'm tired and you might receive that and be like, Oh my God, she's really tired. All parts of her are tired. Maybe she can't do this. Maybe she doesn't want to be here, but isn't that different? If you say, Hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling about this? And I'm like, you know, I'm really tired. There's a part of me that just wants to absolutely call it, shut down, go to sleep over there. But the other part of me knows that I worked hard for this this week and I'm really excited to do this with you. And we both showed up. And so both parts are here. They're both showing up. Tired and, we're gonna and record excited. record a podcast. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's, it, then you get all of the, all of that insight about how I'm doing, which takes yeah. a little pressure off of you as well. Yeah. And it allows me to empathize to the proper amount. Cause like, I think this, this is actually something, this is something that I've been on the receiving end of and then been like, Ooh, I should have done. I should have used that tool. Cause someone will come in mm. and be like, how are you? And I'll be like, eh, I'm not feeling great. And then it's like, Oh my God, are you okay? And then, and then I'm like, well, no, yeah. it's not that bad. And then I find myself <laughs> backtracking. And then there's like this mm. awkward tension because like mismatch expectation. So I think that's another thing that's great for the receiver, the listener in that part. It's like we can empathize to the a- appropriate amount when we know what all parts are feeling. You know, if you're like a part of me isn't feeling well, but a part of me is here to get the job done. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. A part of yeah. me isn't feeling great, but a part of me is blah, blah, blah. Like whatever it is. Yeah. Looking forward totally. to dinner later. <laughs> and then that person gets to be like, okay, cool. Let me know what you need. Yeah. I like that. Love that. I, I didn't, I didn't, I also didn't think about using parts language, even in some of these more basic, like, uh, low risk questions, but I think it could be really useful in all of these places. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let's, let's Genevieve, that. We're impl- that's what we needed. That's what we needed for her in this moment. And then Justin and, um, Victoria go on a really fun date. They're riding ATVs and they go jump in some water somewhere and they're having a blast. What did you think about their connection on the date? I thought it was nice, easy, comfortable. There wasn't like, okay, I'll put it like this. When I was watching Gabby and Rachel's season or what the parts that I did see, it was like cringy mm. flirting. I'm like, oh my gosh, mm. ew. But watching them, it was just like, okay, yeah, there are two people on a date. Like I felt comfy. I felt like, okay, they're cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. So yeah. I liked that. I was mm-hmm. pro pro that connection. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was honestly expecting them to engage more with each other throughout the episode or the next two yeah. episodes. Me too. We just talk about it. I want to talk about this through line. Well, I think you that. Wait. No, we can, we can jump into the love triangle. 
I think that that's why I think because of the love triangle, Justin's not being open to exploring other things because he's so focused right now on repairing whatever what just happened with Genevieve. And I think what's happening with Genevieve and Justin is stereotypical, anxious, avoidant type shit. And so, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So um, what ends up happening is that Justin comes back. Um, it's now Genevieve's birthday at midnight. At midnight. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That was Gen- so funny. All the guys are like, look at your watch, bro. It's past midnight. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, her birthday's tomorrow. And they're like, come on, bro. It's 12. And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he tries to talk to her about it. And she's like, how's the date? And he's trying to not boast and be like, it was really fucking good. And like, she's a yeah. massive like like lady um instead i don't know what that was um instead he was like (laughs) um he was like yeah i mean it was good and she didn't want to hear that so for her she had already built it up in her mind she was so anxious all day all day all day she was like if he comes back and he's even considering her i'm yeah like i don't want to be an option i don't want to be second to second to someone else like he's either all in or I don't want him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, except maybe we can hold that standard for like when we've been seeing each other for a little bit, maybe a little longer than a day. I don't know. What do we yeah. think, Genevieve? You know, like just felt like yeah. too much too soon. I get it. We all want to feel really special, um, mm-hmm. but he's, it's like, I don't know. It was, I felt that she was making it challenging for the two of them to have a, uh, like a leveled conversation again about her feeling not great about what was going yeah. on. Like, I think it could have been a totally different approach if she were to like, like, how was your date? I mean, to be honest, like, I'm curious about it, but I don't really want to hear much about it because it was hard for me today. I had a hard mm-hmm. time. Like you might hear from other people that I was kind of pouting. I was, it was difficult. I'm glad to see you. I'm happy you're here. Yeah, maybe there's a part of me that wishes that you had a terrible date and you'd come back and be like, Jenny, <laughs> I just want to see you. But yeah. I also know that that's not really fair or really realistic. So I might have feelings. I might just need to deal with that for a little bit. But I do want to still get to know you. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't approach with that. It was like an ultimatum in a way, you know, it was like her or me. And he even said... <laughs> He even said he was like, we had uh, everything I told you yesterday was true. I spent the entire day on the beach with you. And so because we had a connection, you expect me to be like, let's pack up and go get married. Like he said that. And she was like, I expected you to have a definitive answer when you came back from your date. And I don't think that's fair. And we've talked about it on our show. And I'm just going to bring it up again. We need to understand that attraction, sexuality, connection it's a very much a it's a there's fluidness to it and there's a spectrum to it and so we can't anticipate you know um we can't set unrealistic expectations for things in life before we even realistically establish a foundation for anything to fucking grow and i think Mm -hmm. that's what's happening here she is jumping Mm -hmm. the gun into something because she sees sierra and michael she sees serene and brandon and she's like well if it's happening for them then it should happen for me otherwise i'm less than and she's clung to that storyline aka that's the unrealistic expectation that she's now holding herself and justin to Mm -hmm. and it's turning into a really unattractive energy and yeah. a really um 
what's the word? Like not, I don't want to say not validating, but later what ends up happening is Justin goes out of his way to like get her a cake for her birthday. And I loved how he listened and understood. Like, I know she likes chocolate, but not that much chocolate. So I got her a vanilla cake with a little bit of chocolate. I was like, damn, brownie points for like be knowing that specificity about her in particular. And then from a she, day? from a day. And then she sits down with him and continue and is like, thanks. And then continues to say in her next sentence, practically, I've not gotten one thing to validate that you care. And I'm like, yeah. And he looks at the cake to be like, you know, in a passive aggressive way to be like, um, hello. And yeah. which obviously like Justin's not a perfect saint in this situation either, but they both yeah. literally my notes on them are, they both are triggering each other and they, they mm -hmm. need skills for this to even work because right mm -hmm. now, they are polarizing each other. They are literally yeah. like, yeah. and he is going yeah. to feel, and look, Victoria is the opposite. She is like very grounded. She's open-minded. She's like doing her own thing. She's like, okay, he's going to go talk to Genevieve. I'm going to intentionally go talk to someone else. Who else do I fancy mm -hmm. here? And like, what's night, what's attractive about that energy is Vic from Victoria right now between the two gals that Justin's stuck between is that one is very much sitting in her anxious attachment style of reassure me, validate me. Oh my God, I need you other, or else. And the other one's like, mm -hmm. I like you, but I don't need you. I'm going to go do my thing. And if you're into me, you'll make it known. And mm -hmm. what are we, what are we going to gravitate towards? The one that's putting immense pressure on someone or one that's open, like yeah. and breathable. Yes. All of that. Literally all of that. I agree. I hope that what's coming across anyone's listening that is like, it's not, we're not criticizing if Genevieve or Justin could have a good connection. They could have a good connection. They could have a good connection with a bunch yeah. of people. It is the way in which that they are eliciting a defense mode in, in each other that is making yeah. it so difficult for the two of them to just be able to like meet on the same page and talk about a thing, even if it's not the answer that the other person wants. And I yeah. do know that that's hard to do, but like, like you said, they're triggering each other. It's making it really difficult. And, um, and they're three days into their relationship. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like too much. It's surprising to me. I guess it's not that surprising, but I guess with all of that considered, cause I had the exact same feeling, the exact same reaction. I was like, why would he choose Genevieve yeah. at this stage? Because of the way that their time spent together has felt very stressful, very kind of chaotic. Um, not a really positive connecting conversation in sight. And so the bonding has really stopped uh, unless we're considering like trauma bonding in these moments, but 100% this, this other, um, this other connection that he's had with Victoria, it's just been like a really good fun date where there's mm -hmm. like appropriate flirting, like true connection. And then like a, a check-in talk where they're like, Hey, I like you. Like, I do want to still get to know you. And the other person's like, hey, if I gave you a rose, is that something that you'd be interested in? She's like, yeah. So, like, they sort of just establish no more, no less of where they're at. That, to me, I'm like, green flag, green flag, green flag, green yeah, flag. Same. I would be moving towards that connection. And instead, Justin ends up giving Genevieve a rose because it feels like what you said earlier. It felt like he needed to do that to continue to make up for what has transpired over the last 24 to 48 hours. Yep. Yeah, dude. I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. I'm interested to see how that continues because I don't foresee it working out. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Let's move All on right. from them. So, um, I also, this is like a really minute moment, but did, what did you think of Shanae telling Kira to not be so forceful on the men that like she wanted? I was dying laughing. I thought it was really good insight to share. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't think that it's like, I don't think that it was super helpful in the way that it helped Kira understand what she was saying. Like I've had someone tell me to like, uh, like if I wanted to like date a little bit, like just like withhold some more information, like a little mysterious. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I felt like Kira was kind of having a moment like that where she was like, she was like, you know, Shanae's like, Hey, like just, you know, put a little less force into it. And Kira's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. not forcing anything, but literally she's cute. Yeah, but yeah. she's like stomping along the beach, being like, "You man, I want you." <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, I just had to because I was like, "Damn, Shanae, she is going for it." I didn't know how Kira was going to respond, mm-hmm. and oh, it was it was it was interesting. So yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Speaking of Shanae, just really quickly, <sighs> Shanae and yeah. Logan go on a date. Logan yeah. has been um, connecting with Haley, uh, which I guess also Logan. not that much. Um, yeah. And he was talking to Shanae. And I think that there was a moment where Haley and Shanae were both spending time with Logan. There weren't too many interviews. You weren't really hearing how Logan felt about one one person over the other. Over the but other, it seemed yeah. like any time he spent flirting with Haley in the early stages of Bachelor in Paradise starting uh like he quickly changed his tune and it was hard for me to get a sense of there was this really awkward conversation where like Haley was trying to like still flirt and be like hee hee he, like yeah like, like oh it was what so you, crazy thinking it was horrible yeah. there's like I, I I felt like someone told her like the key to a a, a relationship is make a lot of eye contact and she yeah. took it and she went yeah you know just sustained it it's yeah Haley. she's also very anxiously attached and i couldn't tell if if logan truly didn't know that she was into him to to start or if he was being an asshole at that stage and was just swerving every obvious cue that she was sending yeah i and just ignoring it i Ooh, mm, I, I feel based off of what happened with Haley at the end of the episode with Jacob. Did you notice what happened then? Well, she was sort of doing a similar thing. Yeah. How she was like, I'm serious about Jacob and I's relationship. And it's like, I literally put in my notes, what relationship? Like, yeah, what a relationship. So I I think that she's a little bit of like, she preemptively assigns these terms of like, now that we've talking talking really now that we've <laughs> talked um i love that God christopher damn, walken gets to talk in <laughs> that's how you know that's how you know it's yeah. been a long day Let, okay oh, bitch i am on your page i am on your wave we're making We're-ing up all kinds of words and phrases on this episode <laughs> anyway 
as since because they talked, they're like now in this committed thing, or they're interested in each other, or because they macked once, it's like, oh, you're my forever love, and it's like, Haley, calm your tits, girl. Like, no, that's not what's happening. Mm. And she is like, mm. our relationship. I'm serious about it, girl. No, he's talking to like five yeah. girls. He's making yeah. out with all five. So a part of me feels, haha. A part, a part of me of feels you. that Haley <laughs> preempt like put Logan on the spot like that, and Logan mm. was never at the level that Haley was, and she just made that assumption. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like that's what happened. It's tough. It could be. It, uh, listen, the way that it's edited shows that that's exactly what happened. Right. I wonder what I was cut out to yeah. to see if if because obviously like the show is trying to build. Um, audience awareness of a storyline that's eventually going to play out. So they're right. sort of highlighting all of the ways in which Haley's attempts are failing. Right. With, you know, and without saying that in a kinder way, like, um, so I, I wonder if there were other times that men were like really flirting with her and then just like dropped off because they had, had connections built elsewhere. Right. Yeah. We won't ever so. know. I still don't like really trust Logan or really think that he's an appropriate person to be on a show that's supposed to end in engagement. Agreed. I don't think I, I feel the same feel way like... about Johnny. Yes. No, I think they're there to have a good time. I think they're paradise boys. Ooh, like Aaron. You know? and yeah. James. Like Aaron and James, they're bros. They're paradise boys. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. Like <laughs> hear me. There's nothing wrong with that. But let's be real, like, you know, if don't, I don't want to hear Aaron or James be like, I'm ready to propose and be engaged. No, you're probably not. But Michael, Casey. Mm, Michael. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, no, you're good. I'm just saying like. just love him. Just be upfront. Like, if you don't think Mm -hmm. you're in a place to be getting engaged, don't go on a show, you know, that has the opportunity for engagement and posture that way when you really aren't. As long as they I don't agree. do that, I'm okay. Yeah, but they but they are doing that, you know, because think about it, like, uh, maybe this isn't a fair to assume 100% of all of the other women on the show, but, like, we could probably bet money on the fact that more of those women than of the men are there because they're looking for a relationship. Yeah. So, like, you can't have... 12 guys on paradise and have like six of them be paradise boys yeah but that's what people want to watch oh i agree though i agree the consensus in my in my watch party this weekend uh, watch party of two um what we had said was like the show would be boring if it was filled with a bunch of like emotionally aware, insightful human beings. Yeah. Like I want to <laughs> have you noticed that we haven't seen any of Andrew and Teddy. We never saw barely anything of Brandon and uh, Serene. We never saw yeah. much of Michael or Sierra except that one conversation. And it's like, come on, y'all. Like that's why is because those are healthy, stable, secure connections. And we're just going to watch them talk about when I was in third grade this happened to me and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like they're talking about that. Everyone else is like, "Mm, I like to twerk. What's your favorite position? Ooh. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are we, what's America going to watch? Yeah. In my head and in my heart, I'm like, like, the show would be amazing filled with a bunch of people like us. And then I, and then I remember that like, 
it's not not entertaining. It would be married at first sight. Like that's what it would end up becoming. Yeah. Sorry, maths. Uh, <laughs> that was a huge maths diss. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Doctor Pepper. I do love her. She's spicy Me too. Okay, so speaking of Michael and Sierra, the one like yes. cute little combo we see. This is great. This is here's my notes on this. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um Michael's admitting about his struggle to date multiple people and how that's not him. Wow, ladies, look at that. Perfect example of being honest and vulnerable. Look at how the conversation went. Clap emoji, clap emoji. <laughs> Yeah, we love that vulnerability. Michael, yeah, I said Michael expresses being guarded slash still grieving since his late wife and how it's been, uh, or how it gets real when, and how, oh, sorry, how when the connection gets real, he gets scared, but at the same time feels he hasn't found that right person yet. Meanwhile, Sierra's validating him. She's empathizing with him. This is a true connection. And then I put you go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> Yeah, I was really glad to see the two of them have a conversation like this. It doesn't always have to be this deep, but I think just exactly what you described, the way in which they went about sharing with one another, really engaging, um, validating, and, and honestly, like, she met where he was at emotionally, and then yeah. he met her right back. I particularly love to see this because I was – feeling a little bit protective of Michael before this uh -huh. conversation happened. Agreed. Yeah, I get Because it, it just felt like Sierra, all she knew about him was that he was like a hot dad yeah. and like that he was hot and that he was a dad and also that he was a dad and also that he was hot. Like, mm -hmm. I just was like, okay, but you've, maybe this is editing, but I'm like, okay, you've talked to him a little bit. Like, don't you know other things? Like pay attention to him. <laughs> and yeah. They, what's they his did. favorite cake flavor? <laughs> yeah like what's his vanilla to chocolate ratio preference yeah <laughs> figure it out huh um well, like, so... part of me was low-key like really just a little bit of chocolate like <laughs> <laughs> really? i do love sure? vanilla though <laughs> yeah are you sure that's what you want oh i don't know <laughs> um except for me uh yeah i i thought that, that it was beautiful i think that i could see michael really being with one person. I do think that it's oh, like yeah. people are going to try to talk to him, but especially if people really like Sierra and they have a lot of respect for her, they're probably just going to like leave them alone. Yeah. I feel it'll be interesting to see if based off of who else comes down the stairs, but I really, I mean, they're cute. They're super cute together. They're cute. They're very so, cute. Well, you know, you know, it's going to be the game changer. She's huh? a bit younger than he is. So it's going to be about how, like, as they continue to know each other, how does she feel about the idea of potentially being uh, a stepmom type role? Maybe, right. Maybe not immediately, but like eventually building towards that place because that's who he's looking for next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am interested to see how she handles that. I don't know yeah. her well enough. Me neither. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Who's next on our list? I forgot about Lace. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I was watching this episode and then all of a sudden I Lace came up and I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot she was on this season with the Sally suitcase situation. 
The Sally. Oh, can we talk about that? I'm going to talk about the Sally situation. Oh my goodness. I'm intrigued. I don't think that she's neither there nor coming. They've, uh, did you watch the preview? Because she's coming. They finally show her. Yeah. She's for real coming. She's for real coming. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Did you get to witness all that on Clayton's season? Like, like the rumors and oh, the yeah. talking. Yeah, it was the very beginning. It was the very beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. I did enjoy Well's story time with the entire Sally story, though. That was great. Yeah, but it felt like a little bit like, okay, so before I thought, this is, before I thought that it was real. I mean, none of that was real, that, like, story. But before I thought that Sally oh, even coming I thought was, it was. Oh, I, didn't think, I didn't think it was real. I thought it was like crazy BS, malarkey. Oh, I thought that was the real story of why she didn't go on Clayton's season and then why she's not in paradise yet. If she's that fickle, she shouldn't be going. Yeah, I have, I literally have notes in here saying clearly Sally or her fiance is um, abusive, is what I put. I'm like, one of them has Stockholm syndrome and I don't know which one it is. Well, yeah, if she was like, oh, I'm like, I just got, I broke up with my person and that's why I'm on the show. And then like, then she ends up hooking up with Justin at Stagecoach and then like comes back and, and then is back with this dude again. Like, those are red flags to me. Oh my God. 100%. So that's why I'm like, this is going to be, I think she is a walking word. We're going to have to see. We'll see. All the guys said immediately, they were like, Ooh, she's a stunner. She's going to stir up trouble is what all the dudes said. She is. She is like pretty beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just had Sally question mark. I don't know. Sally, (laughs) but Sally, we went through your suitcase. We saw your green dildo. Cool, cool. Or vibrator. Ooh, I Is didn't really like difference? any part of that. I didn't like Me any part of them going. I was like, leave suitcase. her shit alone. Yeah. I thought that that was an incredible. And like, I'm sure that the producers were egging them on to like. Oh, 100%. Encourage it. But like, I thought I was like, I don't know who Sally is, but I am upset for her. I would be. Well, there's so if I was Sally, I would be humiliated angry like oh my gosh so many different emotions mm-hmm. sad um yeah i mean i can't remember who inst- i guess Lace did um but yeah i wasn't surprised when it happened and 100 percent, you're right the producers put them up to it for sure <clears throat> um it's a complete violation of privacy um the dildo didn't Don't like laugh it. though yeah i also i the dildo was funny but also i was like these girls were like freaking out about a dildo like it's a dildo i know well one of them was like i didn't know those were allowed so i was like oh is that why they're making it such a big deal because you're not supposed to bring those no i just I thought they were like prude oh like get over it no it's fucking dildo. guaranteed they all have one or have used one i feel mm, you know maybe not maybe not people are not not everyone's hip to the dildo, dude. The vibes. Not everyone's hip to the vibes. Some people are like, yeah. Well, it's, even it's if you have it, I'd be like to each their own. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Um, okay. Don't judge Sally. On, on the topic of Lace. Interesting that she stayed afloat. For real. Yeah. Her and Jacob, where did that come from? It doesn't make any sense to me. 
Jacob is just, I wanted to ask how you felt about his BIP approach. He's really like talking to everyone and no one at the same time. Yeah. And he's just making out with everyone and also no one at the same time. Cause the people that he's made out, he's made out with can't even remember that they've like made out with him. No. Like, and like Shanae was like, this is my first, like she like made out with Logan. And she's like my first, like, ba- you know, paradise, like connection. Like you literally made out with Jacob, like minute zero. Like, did we just forget about that? Like I yeah, just, it was so we he's all making, watched it. He, yeah, we all watch it. He's making out with everyone and no one, which, what do you think? Do you think this is appropriate at this stage? Not appropriate? What do you think? I mean, like, fuck, there's a part of me that's like, I don't really care. Like, appropriate, not appropriate. It's like, look, I think Jacob's there to have a Jacob time. And, um, a Jacob time. No, I think that's it. Like, I think he's, he kind of reminds me, like, of Aaron. Except Aaron had that whole love triangle thing. But, like, they just are there doing them. And if they might meet the right person, they meet the right person. I don't think Jacob has really connected with anyone. I think he's kind of just been entertaining people. I think Jacob will pull some Haley vibes when he meets someone that he's into. Kind of like Luca on mm. Love Island. I think he's going to be like, mm. oh, my God, she's the one for me. And, like, glob on. Um, uh. I just don't think he's met anyone yet. So I think so in the right meantime, now- he's just like, what ifs? Right now, he's a paradise boy. Yeah. Right now, he is a paradise boy, but I think that maybe he wouldn't feel so confident the next time that the women have the roses. Oh, yeah. 100%. He might be in trouble. But so anyway, he was sort of between uh, connecting with Haley and then Lace, and then there was a third, which uh, I forget about. Who was Jacob making Kira. out with otherwise? Kira. That's right. Kira got naked. She put on She got leaves. naked naked. She really she... tries to lead with her sexuality all the time. Yeah. She's, she's like, sex love forward. me. Here are my titties. Girl, and you have more to offer than res- your body. She does. I, I want to, like, respect the fact that if you want to lead sex forward, do you. If, that, if that's your lane, go for it. Um... I, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I was going to say, I don't know if it always works, but I don't know if that's fair for me to like put that assumption out there. It's just maybe I, the feelings that I have are like, it wouldn't be me. I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to put on the well, Jane let's spot, costume. Let's stop there and talk about that for a second. I'm sure it does work. We all know it works 100%. What's the mm. quality of the relationship though? That's the question. Mm. Kara, mm-hmm. you out here to have a good time and to have a great summer fling? Leave with your sexuality. Do it 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want a healthy, mm-hmm. conscious relationship with a man who respects you and adores you for who you are and what you bring to the table? Maybe not have sex for the first month of dating. You know? Yeah. Like, Just that's chill. my personal philosophy. Pers- Alex's personal yeah. philosophy. Yeah, I will take full ownership like of that. To the, like, she just wants to, like, be in the boom boom room. Yeah, she talks she's about clearly, the boom boom room a lot. A lot. She's clearly comfortable enough with her sexuality in which, like, this doesn't bother her that this would be like her her signature her identifier like the one who is like ready to because she she sort of came in she was like if i wasn't a doctor i'd be a porn star and i was like okay girl slay go off and then Yeah. yeah and then and then she you know took the vibrator into the boom boom room herself and then she's like jacob i want to go to the boom boom room with him and also, like, let me put 
the leaves on my body. So it just felt like she's clearly comfortable with all of that. I just wonder. I just wonder. I wonder. I feel how like it's it doesn't received. come from a confident place. That's my thing about it. Is it doesn't. Yeah. That energy feels like it's coming from a place of uh, I, this is what I have to offer as a woman. This is how I'm going to get my man and keep my man. Not I am Kira, hear me roar. And you're lucky to get a piece of this, right? Like those are two very different energies. And Mm. because like, again, you find a lead with your sexuality from a place of like, it's a mind to give away. Like, you know what I mean? Versus I need a man and this is how I'm going to catch him. You know, yeah, she's ca- uh, yeah, she's casting a wide sexual net. Yes, that's a good way of putting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Rather All than right. a specific like, oh, I'm feeling you like boom, boom, boom now. And then right. be like, yeah, unapologetic. Like we fucked. I like this person. Uh, I, I don't need to wait. I've felt what I wanted to feel. Right. And that's cool. That That's not what's happening. This is like, I'm a sexual being who's trying to take me out. Yeah, yeah we fine. forgot about the Casey nipple conversation. Apparently, she went mm. up to Casey and, like, rubbed his nipples. And I'm assuming, because they kept bleeping it out, but I'm assuming he, she told Casey fucking is her love language. They kept bleeping out the... the ah. Yeah. And Casey's uh, feelings the next day was, like, that was interesting, but, like, not for... No. Not what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm ready to settle down. I need a good girl, is what he yeah, said. Yeah, he's, like, 38. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, speaking of Chris, Casey. All that there is to note about it is that Brittany and Casey are vibing. I don't know a lot about Brittany, but she does seem mm-hmm. to have like have her head screwed on straight. And oh my gosh, I, yes. I think that if all goes well, kisses. Yeah. I'm. I would be so happy for them. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Um, Jacob, let me just tie up that loose end. Jacob ends up ends up giving Lace a rose. That's interesting. We got to talk about Romeo. I am upset. Romeo. I know I texted you. Yeah, Romeo. dude. He... What the fuck art thou doing, Romeo? Who are you? Who are yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is what happens. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo has, uh, we leave off after the first episode where he's like getting to know Jill. Um, and then like in the second episode, he tries to talk to Brittany, uh, after sort of like putting Jill on, I'd say calling, putting this, like putting Jill on ice. Like he wasn't trying to continue to like deepen his connection with Jill. Like he said he was going to instead he was like. Jill, like, I don't want to go get a drink with you right now. I'm going to go, like, talk to Wells or whatever. And then he goes and pulls Brittany for a chat. And then it's like, Brittany, like, I, I'm interested in you. Like, I want to get to know you. And she was like, mm, nor. Sorry, babes. And then. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then she was like, not for me. And then he was like, okay, but I'm going to try to kiss you anyway. He said that with his body, not his words. And she went, ooh, not so much, bro. Swerved, yeah. Absolutely, like a like a the swerve. Classic, swerve. yeah. Classic swerve, literal swerve. Yes. And she was just like, nor, nor, no, 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 no. And he was like, okay, ouch. <laughs> and then gets out Fuck. of there, and then goes. Where does he go next? Does he go back to Kira? And say, I want to, like, 
like, oh, Jill reams him out. Brittany they, tells Brittany tells, Brittany tells Jill Romeo to go tell Jill, but he doesn't. So Brittany goes and tells Jill. Then Romeo finds out Jill knows, goes to talk to Jill, and Jill starts saying, "I don't want to talk." Romeo keeps insisting, and it spirals and gets really gnarly. He follows her. Yeah, follows her, follows her. She keeps saying, "Leave, like I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Leave me alone." Da da da. And then I, I actually have a note here that says I'm actually really proud for Jill for calling him out because at one point she's like, I told you what I need already. Like, leave me the fuck alone. And he won't. Yep. So I was really proud of her for using that language. Like, I already told you what I needed. It and was then, creepy. It was creepy. It was cringy. It was honestly what it was was severe emotional regulation or emotional manipulation, not regulation. It, yeah. it was dysregulating as fuck. Um, yeah, but emotional manipulation like he doesn't want to give her space because he wants to fill the air before she has time to think straight and process what she's just been told and if you tell someone hey i i need i don't want to talk right now i don't want to talk right now leave me alone and they insist on not leaving you alone that's a huge red flag Boundary yeah. violation, disrespect for your requests, your words, not honoring what you're needing, like what you're requiring. Like, it's so bad. Um, and so and Jill immediately has the ick. Immediately yeah, has the ick. I had the her. ick. You yeah. had the ick. Honestly, everyone on that beach had the ick. He went yeah. to he went to Haley. He tried talking to her. And she was like, no. He he tried to reopen things back yeah, up with no. Kira. Let me. Can I make it worse? Yes. So he. So, yes. So after this whole <laughs> debacle with Jill, he goes and then cries in a public space, like goes and walks out yeah. into the middle of the beach and starts crying in the waves um, within eye shot of Jill. And I feel that that was calculated. I really do. It felt I, so icky I to me. I didn't believe it either. I didn't yeah. believe it either. And then... Like, I just, oh my God, he, by the way, part of, I can't remember if we touched on this, but part of what he told Brittany was, do you mind talking and not telling Jill? Cause I don't want her to be devastated. He literally asked her friend to do it behind her back and to keep it behind her back. Like, ew, ick, ick, ick. So then he goes to Haley yeah. and says, I have a good feeling about you. Um, you're a ray of sunshine. That's what he says immediately after dealing with this shit with Jill. Then Haley turns him down. He goes to Kira. Starts trying to make a move on Kira. And Kira's like, mm -hmm. I don't trust you and don't appreciate how you treated me. And I was like, damn straight. I'm glad all these girls are turning you down. Kira Ooh. said the most sound thing that has been aired for her. Because maybe yeah. she said other sound things before then. But it didn't make it to editing. She, she had the most sound response to him. She was like, I didn't appreciate how you treated me. There's no part of me that like is interested in rekindling this. Like, I don't trust you. And no. I was like, yes, Kira, you said exactly how I feel, girl. Yeah, especially yeah. witnessing this, like, popcorn behavior. Like, bro, chill. Oh, my gosh. Um, so then Wells, the next episode, opens with Wells making a comment about Romeo being Mercutio. And I was like, spot the fuck on, 100%. Yeah. That hit. I was, like, laughing. And then... I agree with Casey. Casey makes a point about Romeo. He's like, I don't understand why Romeo's crying because literally what he's dealing with is the consequences of all of his decisions. Yeah. Yeah, totally. 
<laughs> all of that was his own doing. It yeah. just, you know, it he was just bad. didn't. I think that like maybe either this is a really poor example of how he tried to manipulate some of these women to like be feel close to him and failed yeah. pretty miserably. Like they all called him out um, pretty quickly. Uh, or this person is just so unfamiliar with like dating. I mean, dating in a context like this is not normal, nor should it ever be, but like dating lots of women and sort of having to deal with all of the immediate circumstance, like consequences, ASAP, like doesn't know how to deal with it. He clearly doesn't know how to like uh, engage in appropriate conflict resolution. So surprising considering what we saw of him in his, but that's what I'm trying to Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out because, like, I kind of said this last week, really, like, in a blip at the beginning of the episode, but I'm trying to figure out if this is Romeo post really standing out on The Bachelorette as a voice of, like, reason and maturity and, you know, non, like, against misogyny. Like, he was, it was, he was so articulate and grounded and sound in the way that he spoke about everything and then to see this version of him i'm like is this because of you know you low-key gaining some famousness you know what i mean and having a lot of women come clinging to you so now this good guy is trying to figure out how to play the field like is that what we're seeing and he's just like fumbling it yeah sort of it's sort of if if it's if it's it's i can't say yes it's definitely it but like mm, but it makes me (laughs) sad because it's like bro don't ever change like you you were so special i mean he still is special just because he's a human but like fuck that makes me sad that that's how he's gonna choose to operate in this moment in his life you know agreed i mean he is hopefully he learns from it i don't know how much longer he's gonna be on the island um he does scramble he ends up offering jill a rose because literally i don't know who else would accept one from him and she wasn't going to accept one, but she did so that she could stay. She also made that clear to him. She was like, nothing in paradise is guaranteed. So basically she's saying, yeah, I'm going to take your rose. And then immediately afterwards, she was like, there's nothing happening between us. Like, there will never yeah. be. She said that before, too. And I'm she's, the reason she said that, if I'm remembering correctly, it's Romeo's words that she's throwing back at him because he said that to her. And it's just like, whoa. Um, pretty sure that that's why she chose those. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to bring up is this. So Johnny has been like connecting with Hunter, which we haven't seen any of, which means it's probably a pretty healthy connection, honestly. Um, and Victoria swoops in with a little makeout sesh and boom, she gets that guy's rose like yeah. instantaneously. A healthy connection, but one that clearly wasn't, um, sexy enough. Uh, well, it wasn't going to go anywhere. I, I, I wonder what the connection was actually like. I wish we saw more of it to see right. if Johnny was not actually that interested and was just way more interested in Victoria. And she just like had a vibe that he was into or like, what did was he it? like, or did he totally play her? I don't know. Cause like, obviously the, they, it, she didn't get much airtime because she was eventually going to be leaving. Yeah. But like, uh, it was interesting. It, it, Johnny doesn't need a lot, I think, to get excited as well. Uh, so I think that that's what that was about. Yeah. Um, and then 
let should we just run through who everybody picks for the rose ceremony real quick? Yeah, let's go for it. So Andrew picks Teddy, Michael picks Sierra, Brandon picks Serene, Jacob picks Lace, curveball. Justin picks mm-hmm. Genevieve. I was surprised about that. Johnny picks mm-hmm. Victoria. Casey picks Brittany. Logan picks Shanae. Romeo picks Jill. And then Kira didn't say goodbye to anyone. She just bounced. Did you see that? She like dipped I so fast. That. that does not surprise me. True Kira fashion. She said, fuck all you It was hoes. like Irish goodbye. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, I was sad to see Hunter go. Haley, I don't think that this was the right space for her. Agreed. She was connecting with anyone. So like, you know, it's okay, girl. You're going to find your person. Um, I want to talk about Teddy and Andrew. Okay. A little, a little. Let's Um, talk about him. Teddy, Andrew really likes Teddy. He's like, yeah. I could see me wanting to see this person long-term. Yeah. And Teddy is like, I don't know if we're really on the same page. Wondering if maybe something's missing. Valid. It's incredibly valid. But when she's looking at how their pace is moving, now I'm not them and I'm not living in their bodies or their feelings or their hearts or anything. But if I'm them and I'm looking around the room and I see all of these other connections happening really quickly. Yeah. I wish that they could like sort of take stock in the fact that like maybe some of these relationships are happening a little too quickly. Maybe For we're real. moving at like a really normal pace. Yeah. I what did you think? feel oh, I feel like it's that. I feel like she is spoiling a good thing. I think too I know too often. Ugh too often this was me at one point too. Um, when we are so used to being like obsessed and like crazy, quite literally like crazy, can't think about anything else, can't function until I hear from them or whatever, know how they're doing. When you're in that space, you're not, it's not because you're so in love and you're meant to be, it's because you're not healthy. You're not in a healthy connection. And what, I don't mean that that's toxic or abusive. That's not what I'm saying, but it's not normal to be so unhinged because you like somebody and i Mm -hmm. think that unfortunately that has been normalized i think so many people are so used to this like i we need to be in constant contact it's first thing first person i text when i wake up last person i text before i go to bed um you know just like attached at the hip have to be thinking have to be crazy about you have to be all the feels you know and so then when we find a stable safe connection we're like oh my god I like kissing you and like, I really enjoy hanging out with you and like, you're a lot of fun, but I'm not like freaking the fuck out when we're not together wondering, you know, if you're going to text me, that's good. But we interpret it as something's missing because I'm not crazy about you. And it's like, nothing's fucking missing. Anxiety is missing. That's a good thing. Right. Because what I'm seeing in the other couples that are moving quite quickly outside of like Michael and uh, Sierra and maybe Casey and Brittany, what I'm seeing is people who are like, I like you. You're pretty. You're really, really hot. Yeah. So attractive. And they're just like making out, making out, making out, making out, making out. Maybe there's a lot of their connections that we're not seeing. What I see about Teddy and Andrew is like, 
they're like flirting. They're like getting to know each other sort of on like a friendship level, but it's got flirty banter. Yeah. It's rich in excitement and it's comfortable. It's like a really nice balance. Um, and so, yeah, it just feels like, girl, stick this out a little. I know. Invest in this. Yeah. However. Andrew's like such a sweet guy too. I know. However. So sweet. Rodney comes in and listen, I love Rodney. You love Rodney. We all be loving us. Rodney. Yeah. Rodney came in and upset everybody's apple cart. Pun intended. (laughs) The apple man is back. He and also like delicious as ever. Yeah. He has a cute yeah. energy about him. Like, really playful. He's so cute. And warm. And also, like, he's more attractive to me on the beach than he was, like, in The Bachelorette. I cute. agree. Yeah. 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 Why is that? Is it the open shirt? Uh, open buttons? shirt, the vibe. Yeah. Versus, like, a tux and, like, you know, winter gear. I think it was, like, cold when they were at Katie's yeah. season, wasn't it? So, it's, like. No, it was yeah. Michelle. Oh, and shit. Was Michelle's season. But yes, it was mm-hmm. cold, right? Yeah, Am cold. I making that up? Yeah. I feel like it was cold. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, it was cold. Meaning, so we saw him in turtlenecks and like jackets, not like, <laughs> You know? I don't look great do. in winter. I look like the fucking Michelin man. <laughs> When's the last you know? time you were in winter? Okay, look, 70 degrees right now is winter to me after these 120 degree summers. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I yeah. literally wore a hoodie outside and it was 73 degrees. And I was like, Damn. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I was like, wow, I've really become this bitch. Haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. It's wrong. Yeah, Boston gets cold. Oh, girl. Boston's so cold. Yeah. Um, okay. So Rodney comes Rodney. and <laughs> Teddy's into Rodney. Um, who else is into Rodney? Everybody. Everyone. Shanae. Most oh oh wait. Shanae's no. into Rodney. Is is she? Serene still into Rodney? She was kind of hoping that he would come. Rodney, I know, named Serene with Jesse on his way down the stairs, but I don't know about the vice versa situation. Yeah. I think that Brandon made a really good uh observation where he was like, Rodney's gonna come down. Like women are gonna be interested in him. And the other thing is, is that Rodney's friends with some of us. So I know we're going to have to see how it goes. I love Brandon. He's so emotionally mature. Yeah. He's leveled. Also an excellent flirter. Excellent. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He's, so I feel like I've gotten hell. to, yeah, I feel like I've gotten to see him way more this go around and i would you know last week i said i would be making a beeline towards michael i would also be crushing on brandon Ooh, who would your crushes be in this space right now the current people um i would want to talk to casey michael brandon and then if i'm being (laughs) really honest the um immature part of alex wants to talk to aaron yeah, I, I hear he's you. he's such a bro. He's such a bro that I just, I feel like. He's like your kind of bro? Yeah, like he's my kind of, like, like Aaron would be a really fun, casual fling for me, but not a, like, long-term relationship. So, totally. But, totally. like, Michael, Brandon, and 
Casey, I would talk to you like, okay, are we going to do this damn thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to get married? Let's get married. What about I would also, I would, uh, Casey, Michael, Brandon, um, Justin, depending on how we communicated. I know. Like, that's the thing is I like Justin, but I'm like, eh. Yeah. I, I, I do like him. I think that sometimes he could be a little bit, he could stand to be a little bit more curious when he feels misunderstood. Agreed. And, but I'm, I want to, I wish I could see him conflict resolve with Victoria because I feel mm. that judging his conflict resolution skills just based off of Genevieve is hard for me. Although I will say for some reason, I feel more confident because I haven't seen Genevieve connect with anyone else. So that's why yeah. it's like, I, I feel like Justin with Victoria can converse in a more calm, grounded manner. But, you know, with Genevieve, I don't yeah. feel that. But I haven't been able to Agreed. see her converse with anyone else either. Totally. Um, we'll see because uh, she did go on a double date with Aaron. Aaron and, Aaron yeah. and James came down and they picked uh, Shanae and Genevieve. It sort of felt like a producer push to reenact like a Clayton date, which was annoying, but yeah, Genevieve and Aaron did connect and they ended up making out and they definitely seem to like have similar personalities. Um, I still don't like trust Aaron as a person who would be serious about a partner. Yeah. Me neither. I think he's a paradise boy. So is James. (laughs) Like I know. And I think Genevieve is quite young. How old is she? I don't know. I don't know, but her energy is very like a very brand new soul. Yeah. Brand new soul. Yeah. But like, again, if they're okay with that being the extent of their relationship and they're on the same page about it, more power to you. Sure. But if what she's giving up is what she thinks could be a a good connection and like an actual relationship with someone like Justin, Justin. worth it? Yeah. Is that worth it? No, I think it's worth it for where she's at in her life right now. That it seems. You Did see any me? like that's there what I'm trying to say? Me. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. <laughs> there was a part of me that felt um, like Genevieve was quite hypocritical when she was <laughs> like enjoying herself in this date, but I, f- I, f- I caught myself in that reaction because that's like a petty part of me that wanted to be like, see you, like see this is what it's like on the other side of this it's um it's sort of harmless and also it, it matters like yeah, yeah it changes the game and it's also like just part of the game but yeah i changed my tune and because to attack her less in these moments because one i do think that her how she presented and showed up on this date was quite genuine from her perspective and i think that like, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed yeah. to go on these dates. You're supposed to be open to other people. And I think it would have been cool to see how she would have spent that time with Justin getting to know him again. If this was um, an island and beach filled with a lot of boring, emotionally aware people, like yeah. she could have been vibing and connecting with Justin and been like, yeah, go on your date. I don't know if I love that, but like, okay, maybe I'll go on a date. And then she goes on a date and she's like, wow, it was kind of cool. I have two people that I really like. Like, what am I going to do about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the point. Here's the thing. Remember when we're watching Love Island and it's like everyone's there at first for the first time. and It's kind of just a fucking free for all. 
Yeah. None of these people are treating this like a fucking free fall, except for unfortunately nope. Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob so, would fit in on Love Island so well. Yeah, he probably would, wouldn't he? Yeah. That's so and that's, annoying. I don't know why that funny. annoys me. <laughs> because I don't know either. If sit with that one. <laughs> I was going to try yeah, and take I'm a whack at it. it, but I pull that one down real quick. It just um, annoys me. Yeah, it's like you don't want him to hang out with the cool kids. But he's <laughs> Jacob, you are a cool kid. Um he's just Jacob is who Jacob is and I kind of I honestly enjoy him for that. He reminds me of Aaron. Like him and Aaron, like he's Aaron several years ago, just like being true to his mm. boyish Pacific Beach self, you know? Like mm. which is the San Diego beach out here. That's like where all the college kids hang out and bang. Um okay. So they bet like they have sex on the beach. I'm sure some of them do. Seems messy. It's definitely I've heard. Oh, to be young, to be young and reckless and not be worried. I don't know. I'm kind of worried about a bad bacterial infection in my, my vagine. Not in the ocean, I know. like on the sand, but like on a large sheet. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know if I've. Listen, that's a different that's okay. topic for a different day. <laughs> Let's get back to our show. Um, Let's get back. Thanks to for it. hanging with us, guys, in this very all over the place. Episode. What a raw episode! I'm not upset about it. I feel pretty Me good about neither. it so far, but I am so entering random. a. I am entering a state of delusion. Yeah, me too. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I felt the same way about Justin reeling about Genevieve going on the date. He's like, that's not fair. Like, she told me, like, she was so upset about me going on a date. And now she's going to go on a date. And it's like, I thought the conversation you well, guys he's... had was she was just saying how that's what we're here to do. So that's what we're here to do. He's retaliating. I wonder how, I, I truly wonder how his behavior would have changed, if at all, if she didn't give him such a big stink and stink. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he a little stretcher boy down there. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Romeo is still trying to go after Jill, but she keeps turning him down. Like it's not freaking happening. And then Ashley, I and Jared show up who, oh my God, these two, I remember watching them on bachelor in paradise being like, Ashley, get your shit together. <laughs> okay. Full transparency, which is the first you time don't know any of that. on this episode. I don't know any of it. And also, um, I, I, I'm remembering in this moment that I missed the last part of this episode. Oh, my travel day got started. And then, um, I had to fix my air conditioning during the time when I was going to watch the rest of it. I totally fucking forgot. It's okay. Tell me what happened. Yeah. So long story (laughs) short, um, because Ashley, I and Jared, I was like, this was when I was really into the bachelor franchise. So like Mm. that's, yeah. Ashley, I and Jared, they, it took them like three fucking years to get together because Ashley, I was all about him and they would date and then not be together. And so they were like on paradise, I think two seasons back to back with the same dynamic and then still didn't work out. 
And then I don't know if you know Tanner and Jade, but Tanner and Jade got together on one of their seasons. I fucking love Tanner and Jade. They're a great couple, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they met on Bachelor in Paradise. Super organic connection. They got married. Nice. Great. Tanner, Jade, and Jared, or maybe it was just Tanner and Jared, but they went on oh, a trip. The married And couple. when they were on the trip, Jared finally admitted to Tanner, like, ooh, maybe I do like Ashley. Because, like... From I remember listening to a podcast episode where Jared was explaining, like, what finally did it. Because, like, this girl had been chasing him for years. And mm. they were all like, what made you change your mind? <clears throat> and he said, Ashley eventually, like, stopped chasing me. And then we just became good friends. And I, she was throwing some, like, charity event for her organization. And he went... Uh, to go help her with it and just saw her in her element like kicking ass and was like oh my god I like this girl Um, Mm. and then ended up like I guess he didn't tell her about it but like was just crushing on her from afar and then tells Tanner on this trip and Tanner was like you need to fucking tell Ashley you like her and then they got together. Yeah she's in love with you. Okay so I remember them coming onto the the beach in this episode and I remember them, I remember like the, the clips of like her, like absolutely losing yeah. her mind over him. Yeah. Um, my, well, I didn't know the whole story. My yeah. personal feeling was like, why would you wait around for years and years and years and years and years and years, and years as an adult for a person that swerved you, swerved you, swerved you, rejection, rejection, yeah. rejection. Um, at some point when you want to be like, all right, gotta go. And I know that she yeah. did that, but like. If I'm being honest, and, this is yeah. this is true. This is true for me. Ashley, I, if I'm remembering this correctly, because this aligns in my mind, I remember using her storyline as a way to enable me going back to my narcissistic ex. And that doesn't surprise because, me because yeah, it because sort of like, reinforces at, that hopefulness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's like dangerous to me. Like, it's great that it worked out for them. And like, I hear Ashley when she's like, it can work, it can work. The answer is yes. But unfortunately, a lot of people take that out of context and apply it to context where it's really detrimental to their mental and emotional and physical health even. So it's like, oh, like I, I'm happy that they're happy. Like, and they seem to be a really happy, good together couple, but I am anxious for, you know, the people who I know are going to hear their story and use that just like I used to, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not the same. I... It's he wasn't abusing her. <laughs> he was very yeah, upfront no. about how he felt no. about her. He was he was upfront. He was telling her, I'm not interested in you like that. I don't see you like that. I, but I agree with you. Like, I don't know if it makes, I don't know if it's totally healthy Mm-mm. to make them the, the poster children of like what, what happens when you just never let go and you never get yeah. up. Yeah. Like, because the other right. thing that was, the other thing that was frustrating for me too, is like, Lace was like, they're proof that Pat paradise can work. I'm like, they didn't get together on paradise. They yeah, didn't. exactly. They they spent I again, I believe it was two paradises together on and off on and off and it was like awful for Ashley, you know? They it's mm-hmm. not that's not necessarily true. So, Agreed. interesting. Tanner and Jade are a better example of paradise working. Um, but they've moved on with their lives it feels like. <laughs> uh, from bachelor stuff. I mean, I think they still do the occasional thing, but it's, like, rare. Yeah. They're, they're off done. doing their own thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then what, what happens after happening, that? They talk. Yeah. Ashley, like, goes with all the girls to, like, you know, see what's going on. Pep Jill, talk. Yeah. Bill, Jill opens up to Ashley about what happened. And Ashley's like, you know, every day is a new day. You know, she was talking about manifesting Jill a man for her. Um, just, like, cute little girl talk. Um, the debacle with Genevieve, um, the love triangle we were just talking about. Genevieve, Aaron, Justin situation was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was that one that they were talking about. But yeah, just like some girl talk. And then that was it, really. Like, nothing really happened. I know that Jared went off with the guys. I don't recall him talking much with uh, with the guys being aired. Did we get le- left with any, like, cliffhangers at the end of this? The Sally stuff, so, I guess. Yeah, you actually missed something kind of huge. So are you ready mm. for this? Oh, I'm ready. I'm uh, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So Rodney, obviously, it pulls Teddy for a chat to, like see if there's a connection there you know and then after that teddy like breaks the fuck down she feels so guilty about like having this chat with rodney about potentially going on a Uh date just to see if there's a connection and she feels like andrew doesn't deserve this like i should be able to give him more like that you know based off of what he's giving me and so she breaks up with andrew and then up and leaves and doesn't say goodbye to anyone just grabs her suitcase. She, she leaves and goes. paradise? Yeah, and then Rodney comes back down the stairs and is like, where's Teddy? I want to take her on the date. And everyone's like, bro, she just left. And, like, no one. What? Like, all the girls are basically crying because they're like, why would she just leave? Yeah. It got yeah, she's really, really close with a lot of those girls. Yeah. It was How is Andrew? Crazy. Andrew, Andrew cried. Do? He broke down to Michael um, and was just like, his exact words were like, I feel like I botched it, dude. And Mike was like, you didn't, though. You didn't, you didn't do didn't. anything. Because what was really sweet about Teddy's conversation with Andrew, and I made a note to this, is that Teddy's like crying and crying because she feels so remorseful about why am I not obsessed with this guy? Like I like, and she even tells him like, I like kissing you. I enjoy hanging out with you, but I just feel like something's missing. And she's like really upset about it. And so she apologizes for crying and Andrew's like, you're fine. You're good. Just like Mm. totally holding space for her. And I Mm -hmm. obviously think that's really hot. So I was like, good job, Andrew. And then, (laughs) but it, I felt for him when he, excuse me, when Andrew was talking to Mike and he was like, I botched it. And Michael's like, no, you didn't. Like, Andrew, you did not. Andrew, no. It was yeah. all green flags. But that's the yeah. end of the episode. Okay. okay, wait, that's crazy. What do you yeah. feel like with all of that insight about what Teddy says? Like, I, I like kissing you. I like doing this. Like, I like this. Like, I don't know why I don't feel more. We hear this a lot. What I feel, my opinion, I want to hear yours. My opinion is like, Stick it out a little while, girl. Me too. Yeah. I say that like, all the you time. Might, In my experience. You can start from that place. Yeah. Okay. I'll share my, with my ex, Jordan. We dated for, mm. it took me three months of seeing the guy regularly before I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like three months. 
And I communicated mm-hmm. where I was at and it was uncomfortable as fuck for both of us. Cause obviously like yeah. he didn't want to he hear wanted, that. Yeah. No, he didn't want to hear that. But I, because I was so upfront with how I was thinking and feeling and what I was also working on in myself, he stayed. And then literally, you know, he dropped the L word a couple weeks before I did. But when I finally got to that point, I, it like came out of my mouth. Like I just, it just Mm -hmm. happened because I felt it. And so it's like, I think we need to give ourselves time and grace. And I think three months is enough time to see someone consistently and be in their world consistently to be able to know if you see a true foundation that's being like a healthy foundation being established or not. And that's really what I was waiting for before I could let myself emotionally get there at because of all the shit I went through in my past. So it's Mm. like, I agree. Like if you, I'm always saying this, like you want to see if you're curious about getting to like those, those connections where you leave and you're like, Ooh, next time I want to know more about this. Like, and you find yourself kind of like, I wonder like, Oh, they said they play an instrument. I wonder what instrument it is. And you're ruminating on the conversation in that way. That's a connection you want. You're curious about them. It doesn't need to be this. Oh my God. What do they think about me? Do they think I'm pretty? I wonder if they like me. I wonder if they're telling their friends about me. If you're thinking that not the same, that's all chasing. I need, that's all chasing wounds. The other one is like a conscious curiosity and connection about the other person, you know? Yeah. I think she really got in her head about what she thought she was supposed to feel. And she was ignoring the sort of subtle and beautiful uh, features of their connection that they were building. Yeah. Cause they were building. Yeah. And I really feel for her and I feel like she's going to regret it. And one of the other girls on the show said the same thing that you and I did. And I'm like, I'm with you. I think she is going to regret it. I think it was serene. Um, so we're just going to have to see. Yeah. Because I mean, the thing is, is like, uh, what if she gets to the airport and then is like, I'm going to come back. They totally would let her come back because they let lots of other crazy stuff happen on the show. Oh yeah. But I, but if she doesn't come back, like Andrew's going to be with someone else by the end of the show. Like he's just, oh, he's fully capable. He is a full package deal. Yeah. hundred percent. Are there any folks in here? Okay, good. Cause I was going to ask if there's anyone that we missed, but I feel like we covered everyone. We did. Mm. All right. Red flag. Red flag, green flag. Romeo is just the biggest red flag. Walking ick red of the flag. Century. Oh my gosh. So Walking bad. Ick. So many red uh, flags. Where do you pick? The fact that he was disingenuous with each and every woman about saying, the I fact want to that he asked someone to lie. You. Yeah, he asked someone to lie. He asked someone to keep this between us. Didn't read this, like, cue of like this girl literally already told him like no i'm not interested and then he went to go kiss her anyway the fact that the the biggest red flag for me is if you are in conflict for someone and someone says to you like i'm getting up and i'm leaving even if you don't feel done with the conversation you need to let them go let them go do not follow them especially if you're a man sorry it's just like the posturing of it all is really intimidating it's very scary for us so So like to be followed even if you're just like unhappy with how the conversation ended and you're like not willing, like I felt like Romeo was just like, I didn't like how this ended. Like I have to fix it. I have to make it better. Even if your yeah. intentions are good, you are a man following me in the night. And I've asked you multiple times to get to like, leave me alone. 
I am starting to feel less and less um, in control of my own safety. That's how we're yeah. feeling. Yeah. So big ick, big red flag. Yeah. And for women oh, yeah. Sorry. to do that to any men, like I need to fix, because that's exactly what's going on. They're panicking. They're like, I need to fix it. I need to fix it. I need to fix it. You might not make, you might not scare off if you're again, heterosexual norms, you might not scare them off, but let me tell you, it is going to feel controlling as fuck. So like, yeah, it's any, not going to make it don't better. Do I can it. promise you babes for, yeah, just don't. Um, okay. So we're going to give Romeo all the red flags. I guess I'll give a red flag to Haley for the clinging, the like, we're in a relationship. And it's like, girl, you're not though. Like, just check yourself, like be upfront with like, okay, I'm feeling like we're in a relationship. But before I assume that that's how this other person's feeling, we need to have that conversation. You know what I mean? What is this? Define it. Um, yeah. Okay. Green flags. I have a good green flag. Like mm, tell me yours. Okay. My green flag is with Sierra with Michael validating him because I mm. know, and I can only imagine cause I haven't been in this situation, so I can only imagine, but being with someone who has a very large part of their story interwoven with another woman who they adored and loved until that soul passed from this earth and hearing about how that's currently impacting the man that's sitting next to me, I can only imagine there would be a part of me that very much would start to draw the comparison of, am I not good enough and Mm -hmm. go there? And Sierra did not go there. She was like, I am here for you. I understand. And she validated him. And so I just want to say, like, it's absolutely normal for anyone to feel, oop, they're still hung up on their ex or, you know, so on and so forth. And we need to be able to see the human that's in that experience too, right? Instead of Mm -hmm. take their longing, like, and again, X isn't the right term here. Some, a wife who passed away, like that's a huge thing. And they share a child, child together. You know, we need to be able to validate, see, empathize, even if it makes us uncomfortable. So Mm -hmm. good job, Sierra. Good job, Sierra. Yeah, I'm with that. I thought that that was really cool. Um, it was nice to see on such a, like a popular show like this as well. Cause it was a big conversation. Yeah. Um, my, my green flag is right now it's a tentative green flag, but let's just give it, let's give it to this person. I want to yeah. give Victoria a green flag because I okay, do really great. feel like her, her behavior. I feel like she hasn't been dishonest. She's been quite honest. And she's also like done like little silly things that have just been like herself that have sort of counter, you know, taken away some of the illusion of just being like a hot girl, you know, like I think sometimes people come on the show and they just play into that hot girl character. But I love when she like, like dove face first into the day bed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's not why she's getting my green flag, but I just do think that like she's she's showing some signs of being like an authentic version of herself on the show. And I think that she's been honest and appropriately vulnerable. And I think that the fact that she wanted to make out with someone that she was also into was probably smart for her in the grand scheme of this game. Yeah. So I don't think it was conniving or malicious at all. Um, no. Yeah. I really, I'm excited about Victoria F, which is saying a lot because I was like, 
I did not like her on Peter's season. So I, and what I love about that is that I like that there is the potential for that much growth to be demonstrated on national television. You know what I mean? Um, like even yeah. the register of her voice, like when she was on Peter's season, if you were to be able to track that down, she was like, Peter. And now she's like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> so, yeah, she's, she's like, she's in her flow state. Yeah. Like I'm excited. I hope that that is the, that, that that's the true her we're going to see in the coming weeks. Mm. Um, okay. Well, that's it for today's show. If you we like did us, it. we so did it. If you like us and want to celebrate this all over the place episode with us, leave us a rating and review. Yeah. <laughs> um, screenshot uh, the episode, share it to Instagram, tag us on your story at Ditch the Script Pod. And if you're not following us there yet, in case you missed our whole conversation about following us on the gram before, come on, y'all, at Ditch the Script Pod on the gram and on tiktok and if you have any questions that yeah. you want us to answer ditch the script pod.com and then if you want to apply for a session you can go to ditch the script pod.com slash podcast and that's it yeah we have a mom to prove wrong so let's yeah. get after it let's get to following have all your friends let's get to following too. that's right. All right um bye we love you bye love you